And with us right now, longtime City Hall insider Sid Davidoff, who worked under the administration of Mayor John Lindsay. Sid Davidoff, one of New York's top lawyers and longtime friend and colleague of Richard Ravitz. So, Sid Davidoff, let's begin this way. First of all, nice chatting with you. Talk to me about Richard Ravitz, the man that was around New York's political scene for so very long and was so important to New York. Yeah, thanks, Dominic, for having me tonight. And, um, I, you know, the sad day for New York uh, with the passing of Dick Ravage, but um, I, I look back on the years that uh, he served this city and this state, you know, going back into the 70s when um, the city was considering bankruptcy uh, and Governor Carey put a team together, Dick Ravage headed that team to bring the city back to where it should be. Um, later on, he was appointed to the head of the uh, MTA. Um, he, he brought the MTA on to its feet. Um, he has um, been involved in where banks could have failed. He has been brought in to help them out and succeeded. He was lieutenant governor uh, under David Patterson when Patterson took over the governorship. I mean, this is a man who has so much resume, you, you know, you would take a book to fill it. Um, and all the time he served New York City and New York State with such dignity. I, I remember many, many times we'd be sitting in his office discussing some other things, and he would take several phone calls, one right after the other, from the governor of Puerto Rico, uh, you know, was having trouble with uh, bonds, uh, potential default, uh, uh, talking about bankruptcy, a state official in another state in a similar problem where their bonds were being defaulted, uh, to just anybody who had who wanted to run for office or who wanted to go into public life, he would sit and chat with and talk to. He was truly, um, I thought he was a hero, so he's not an unsung hero, but the things we know about him that you see in the press and we'll be reading his obituaries and his, and his resume, the, uh, there's so many things that we didn't know about him, of a man who just graciously gave him his time and his intelligence, um, a truly an icon in New York. I remember, and we are chatting with the legendary Sid Davidoff, I remember uh, regarding the passing of Richard Ravitz. I remember the 89 race for mayor. I think it was 89 when 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 he ran for mayor uh, and he didn't win. But I remembered him as a, a as a very, very smart guy. And he he's credited with. Uh, saving, if you will, turning around the MTA in the late 1970s. Do you recall, do you remember how he went about doing that? Oh, absolutely. You know, you know, the, uh, the, the governor gave him control. Um, he insisted upon how the, you know, changing how the funds were spent. He negotiated great union contracts. Uh, he raised the fare to the chagrin of many, but, but it really, it had to be done. No one wanted to take the political responsibility of, of raising fares. And so, you know, the, the governor and the mayor looked the other way and said, oh, it's not up to you, it's up to Ravage. So Ravage had to take it. But, he, you know, he, he knew what had to be done. Uh, his race in 89, I always kidded about him. I said, Dick, you're a great guy, but a terrible candidate. <laughs> he, <laughs> really, you know, that wasn't for him. He's, he's a, a thinker, a doer. You know, not a, not a politician. You would think that a guy who served so many 
you know, governors and mayors, a guy who was lieutenant governor would be a great politician. Uh, he wasn't. He was a great statesman. And not all great statements make great politicians. It's funny that you say that, Sid David, off uh, from the outside as a journalist covering the 89 race. What you just articulated was exactly the way that I saw it. I said to myself, this guy referring to Mr. Ravitz, that he is a genius, an absolute genius and a financial genius, uh, but but not the type for the showman showman like skills that it takes to be the mayor or the governor of New York, and that that race didn't work out. But he still went on to many, many, many great things. That was almost like like a first chapter, even though for most people at that point he had already did enough for a lifetime. Absolutely. And at the age of 89 and still fighting, I mean, I just attended a meeting with him the other day, a couple of weeks ago, where he had brought in a bunch of people to help talk about a, a, a foundation he was very involved in to help the city um, in, it, in its problems, on a varied amount of problems that he hired a staff for and so on. So right up to just several weeks ago, he was in there saying, we got to get together and do more. So, Sid Davidoff, explain this one for me. Uh, David De- David Dinkins, uh, David Patterson was the lieutenant governor, and uh, Spitzer has to step down. Uh, Patterson quickly becomes the governor, right? So that leaves yes. the lieutenant governor job wide open, and you have to have one because if something happens to the governor, someone has to be able to take over. And so the government was in crisis in New York, and boom, out of nowhere, Patterson appoints uh, Mr. Ravitz, the lieutenant governor of New York State. So in other words, he's a heartbeat away from becoming governor under Governor Patterson. How did that come about? Well, you know, it was uh, David, David Jeff Patterson was a great guy. And what David is great about is he knows what he doesn't know. Uh, he served as a, uh, a state senator. He became a, uh, a lieutenant governor uh, when, when he was tapped for it with Spitzer, and then he became governor. And he realized at that point that really running the state, it's, it's finances, it's budget, uh, multi-billions of dollars, that he needed somebody by his side who he could trust, who he believed in, and had no, and, you know, and had no agenda. And so he called Dick uh, Ravitch out of the blue, and he said, I want you. Dick, who was, would never say no in that situation, said yes. And so he, he had to disassociate himself from businesses and so on. Uh, it was um, uh, it, it was something that was not easy to do, but there was never even a question. The governor asked, he did it. That's how it came about. And 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 that was that. And, and he went down in history. So in looking back at his life, I mean, you two were longtime friends and colleagues. I believe your firm even represented Mr. Ravitz during the uh, development of the Waterside Plaza community. First of all, is that accurate? No, we actually, I live in Waterside. Um, well, no, we, it was John Lindsay, though, when I was at City Hall when it was happening. It was John Lindsay who heard Dick Ravitz and his partner, um, who was an architect, um, come with the idea of building this on the waterfront of, of uh, Manhattan. It is the only residence east of the FDR Drive. So think of that. The FDR Drive cuts through on the east of Manhattan, and the only residence are these four buildings, 1,700 families that Dick Ravage built 
for people who could afford, who couldn't afford higher rents. Um, and he, he built a community that several gener- generations have been involved in and live there still. And I see that now as a tenant. Um, my wife, Linda Stacy, who raised her daughter there, her daughter is, and our daughter is now raising their three grandchildren there. So, you know, wow. you talk about, and the, you know, it took about four generations here. Of course, um, uh, Linda's mother moved in, 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 a, in an apartment that couldn't be afforded by anybody who wasn't on who needed help. And Dick was able to do that. So later on in life, I, you know, I was, as they say, it was at City Hall when it was, when the mayor agreed uh, that to, to, for the fill, all the things that had to be done to fill, to, to bring this to, to fruition. Um, and then later on, a number of years later, I would come back to live there, and Dick would retain me as castle, one of his castles for Waterside, which is a thrill. Wow. Wow, look look at that. So, Sid Davidoff, in, in wrapping this up here, when we talk about the life and times of Richard Rabbits, and, you know, perhaps it's a sign, Sid, that I'm getting old because I remember him well, I covered him, and now he's gone. How should he be remembered? Well, you know, the governor's going to, uh, my understanding is, put flags at half, uh, half staff for him on Wednesday. His funeral is on Wednesday. He has got to, re- he will, will always be remembered, but those of us who, who have been involved, were involved, and for the next generation to come, the story will be told that when the city was going bankrupt, when the MTA was going bankrupt, it was Dick Ravage who stepped up and made it work. And his, his ability, his understanding, his wisdom put us through a very, very difficult era uh, of the city uh, and the state. So that's how I think we'll be remembered most. And he was always a good guy. I, I never saw the man raise his voice. You know, very, very smart guy. That's that's all I can remember of him. And so, Sid Davidoff, we thank you so much for joining us this morning. Anytime, Dominic. Always a pleasure.